This is Coach Lee, and I'm gonna tell you how to know if your ex is still in love with you. The first thing we need to do is answer the question, what is love? There are different kinds of love. Stick with me on this because this is important if you're trying to understand how your ex is going through different phases, feeling different things, and going back and forth between different types of love for you. This might be my most important video ever just because I'm going to go into more details about love and how falling in and out of love work and how you can recognize these things in your ex. I'm going to talk about five different types of love. First, we have a generic type of love, which would be for all humanity and creation in general for animals. Just this generic love that we don't wish harm, that we want to help if we can, and that we place some value on others. And so your ex likely has that for you unless it was incredibly traumatic as far as how you treated each other or if there was abuse, then they might not have this for you. They might even wish you harm, but the odds are good. They at least have generic love for you. Number two is friendship. And so what we have here are two people who enjoy being together. They enjoy doing things together. They keep up with each other and they have intimacy. Now it's not romantic intimacy, but they do know a lot about each other. They share facts and feelings of their life and they enjoy being with this person and doing things with this person, but they're not romantically interested in them. Obviously that's not what you want from your ex. And that's why if they offer you friendship, the best thing to do is politely decline or to sarcastically or casually accept and then not act like a friend. And that's where you would not try to seek the facts and feelings of their life. You wouldn't stay in contact with them and you would go another direction and they would recognize very quickly that you're not acting like a friend. And so you didn't take it very seriously. Those are two slightly different strategies, though often they accomplish the same thing, but you want more than friendship from your ex. A third type of love is family love. So you love your parents, you love your brothers and sisters, and one day or currently you love your children. And that can extend to cousins, in-laws, aunts and uncles, and people like that. A fourth type of love is romantic love. And this can be at different levels. We're talking about new romantic love, mature romantic love, and it's not always the same thing because mature romantic love can be based more on commitment, companionship, and a feeling of family. And so all of these types of love that I'm talking about, you do want in your partner, but you need romantic love to be part of it. And you're going to need another type of love that I'm about to talk about. But in romantic love, we see growth where at the beginning of the relationship, it can be very self-centered where I want my needs met and I'm still focused on me. But as romantic love grows, you focus on the other person, especially if they're focusing on you as well. And so you become interdependent on each other, which is not codependent, but it's where there are certain needs in my life and I'm choosing to be dependent on this other person for that. And they are choosing to be dependent on me for that. And we trust each other to meet those needs. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's part of romantic love. The best romantic love gets better with time. And that brings me to the next type of love I'm going to talk about. And that's limerence. You've probably heard me talk a lot about limerence and I have a video all about it. I'll give you a short summary. Limerence is when the relationship is very new and you can't base it on companionship or commitment or having grown together. You can only base it on the new passion that you feel for this person. And it's sky high in terms of the emotions you feel and the chemicals that your brain produces to help you feel these things. And so people can often become so enamored and even addicted to limerence that they will think 
that when some of the limerence from a relationship fades, that that relationship is just over, that love is gone, that feelings have faded, and they will seek someone else. And so it's important that people know what limerence is. It's very helpful. They need to know that romantic love is based on more than just limerence and that limerence will fade, but that over the time that you experience limerence, that hopefully you built those things like commitment and companionship and the feeling of family. For the most part, limerence fades away. It doesn't mean that it goes away completely. And sometimes you can feel some of those sparks of limerence again. For example, if you do new things together, experience new things together, then that can re-spark some limerence. And having romantic experiences together, even if you've had them before, can also do the same thing. Being away for each other for a few days and then seeing each other for the first time in those few days can also re-spark some limerence, but it won't reach the highs that it would of a new relationship. And that's just something that most people have trouble accepting sometimes. And that's just something that will be helpful if you understand that, that you will actually have a more balanced type of love as time goes on to where it's not just dependent on the passion of limerence because you don't want to have to depend on that. It's like depending on a drug. You want to be able to have support and contribution from these other things that I've mentioned like companionship and commitment and the feeling of family. You can't just depend on limerence or you will have that sensation, that feeling, that understanding, that feelings have faded and you will think the relationship is over when it doesn't have to be. So when I ask how you can know if your ex is still in love with you, what type of love am I talking about? Well, in many ways, I'm talking about all of these things, but I'm focusing on romantic love. How do you know if your ex still has romantic love for you? Here's a few clues. First, they're going to seek information about you, even if it's just very minor details, like what you did today, what you've been doing, what happened with a certain thing at work, maybe with you or with your family. And they might not get that information from you. A lot of times they go to your friends or they just go to social media and see if they can find it. But that desire for information about you is them wanting to feel that intimacy again. They're recognizing that they don't feel it. They couldn't put it into words. They wouldn't know exactly what it is that they're missing, but they're missing something that's not there and they're craving it. And so they will try to find it. And so even if they don't interact with you, they could still get a little bit of fulfillment by getting some information about you. It's like a temporary way of just getting them through so they feel some of that intimacy that they've lost since the breakup. Before I get to the next point, get some more information on my emergency breakup kit. It's so important if you want your ex back. It's a really helpful guide. It's based on 20 years of my experience in the relationship coaching service. So get more information on my emergency breakup kit. I'll link to it in the description below. I'll also link to my support community where you can get help and support and guidance from people who are going through exactly what you're going through. I'm involved in the support community as well as my other coaches to help you get through a breakup and hopefully get your ex back and especially to support you during no contact. So I'll link to that in the description below. The next thing you will notice, and it's usually after they seek some information, especially if they only get a little bit, and we actually want them to get just a small amount. Your goal should actually be that they don't get any because that's almost impossible. And it should look like you're not trying to supply them with information, though you're not purposefully keeping it away from them. It's just that you're not making it public. You're not contacting them and telling them you're going to let them have to hunt it down. And since they're not with you, they're not going to get true intimate fulfillment. They're going to seek more information and they're also going to be feeling it from another area that is part of intimacy. And that's physically. And it's not just sex. It's being 
physically present with someone. It's holding their hand, it's touching them, it's hugging them, kissing them. Those are attributes of physical intimacy. And so often what they'll do is they will want a face-to-face with you, even if it's just coming to pick up their stuff. They'll say, I need to come get my things. And maybe it's something that's really not valuable at all, like only one sock or a pet's toy or something like that that could be easily replaced, doesn't have much value, or that you could even just ship back to them and yet they want to come get it. There's probably a reason for that, and it's that they want to be around you physically. They want to be present with you physically, maybe give you a hug. It's going to start small, and a lot of people get their feelings hurt or discouraged because the ex just has a hug, has a little conversation, gets their cat's toy, and then they're leaving. And the person thinks, well, that didn't go well, or I didn't get back together with them, and it can be discouraging, but it usually starts with just a step and they go away and they think about how good it felt to hug you, to see you, to look into your eyes, to hear your voice and to be around you physically. And that is what can draw them back again. They're going to want more if you stay away. Now, if you fill in that gap to where all of a sudden they feel that pressure again and they think that maybe they've moved too quickly, then that's where that can be a problem. So don't do that because you can push them away. But when they come to you to get their things or some other excuse, or even if you have coffee, a hug, maybe even a kiss, if it just feels natural sometimes with this person, it makes sense and it happens, don't make a big deal about it. It's natural. Of course, that's what you two are going to do because you're great for each other. That needs to be your attitude. And so you're not going to be surprised. You're not going to say, does this mean we're back together or anything like that? In some ways, even act as though you expected it because I'm telling you to. So that's how you would handle that. And I get into a lot more detail about that in my emergency breakup kit and can answer questions about that in the support community. But they are going to desire physical contact with you in some way to a small level, at least. And that's because they do have some of this romantic love for you that craves intimacy. When we have romantic love for someone, we want to know what is going on in their life, how they feel about it. We want to physically know them as well. And so when you see signs of those things, then you can have a pretty good idea that there's still some of that love, that romantic love that's lingering within them and that can be the spark and the fuel for you getting back together as long as you let it keep growing. And moving toward them on your part is actually going to stifle it most of the time. You want to give them just enough that they do get some fulfillment, but not enough that they don't want any more. So you want to leave room for them to come to you. If you if you fill in that gap, if you move toward them too quickly and there's nothing for them to do, then they actually feel like they're being pushed away because you're just so overwhelming. And as I talk about in other videos, if you can imagine sort of this middle line, maybe in the middle of the screen here, and that's where you are interdependent on each other, not codependent, but interdependent, which is healthy. If one person backs away and the other person crosses that middle line, That's where we're talking about obsession and where people start feeling like they're being stalked or they start feeling like you want this way more than they do, or they can even think of you as being mentally or emotionally unstable. So that's why I'm telling you, don't push too much. Less can be more. Small steps are progress, and that's actually your best bet. So don't try to get it all back at once when they want this physical intimacy and connection with you again. The third thing you're going to notice is when they do meet with you, this may not happen the first time, but as these meetings start to happen and they start wanting a little bit more and a little bit more, they're going to talk about the future 
about what you too are going to be doing in the future. Maybe we need to go back to that restaurant or we need to go back to that resort or I hope we can have another lazy night where we just lay in bed and watch movies again soon. Or they suggest a movie for the two of you to watch or something like that. But they're talking about future plans with you. Another powerful sign of intimacy and romantic love. And when you see these things, it's important that you don't get too excited and try to just give it all back to them at once and act like you're in the relationship again. It's important, as I've already talked about, that you don't do that and that you allow them to grow and you allow them to keep moving towards you because when you work for something, you value it more. And so they need to work for you. They've broken up with you. You should be reserved about this and moving slowly and they should feel like they have to earn you back in a lot of ways. There's nothing arrogant about that. It's the truth because they severed the relationship and you should be cautious about them. And they should know that, that you're not certain. That's important because when you're certain, it sets it up to where they assume that you'll just be permanently certain and they could get you back at any point they wanted to. And that's actually an intimacy killer. They need to feel like that they damaged the relationship, that you actually respect yourself enough that they could damage the relationship and you could not be happy about that. You could want to move on maybe not even want them back. But at the same time, it's extremely important that they don't feel that it's insurmountable. And that's why I talk about not ignoring them. When they reach out, a casual response is actually ideal. It actually allows you more control because you can kind of set the state of the interaction and of what they know about how you feel. So that's why being casual but polite is important and that you shouldn't say, I'm so glad to hear from you, I've been miserable and all those things but you do want to give them some positive, like it's good talking to you, good to know things are going well. So they do feel that there's been some positive interaction, but they don't feel like they have just gotten it all back at once. That will help intimacy keep growing because when we feel the progress with someone, it's exhilarating. It causes a resurgence of limbrance. It makes us want more. It's a great thing. But when they are still a little bit unsure and they're just slowly kind of stepping towards you and taking partial moves, you don't want to make a big gigantic leap. So romantic love is the desire for intimacy and it just feels like you can't get it enough. That's where we're talking about passion. And the way that you feel you can't get enough is where you're actually getting some. You're getting some interaction. You're getting some positives, but not all of it. And you want them to keep moving to a point and you two will know when it is when you feel like, okay, there, we are back together again. Enjoy the process as best you can instead of giving it all away at once. But if you see some of those things that I've mentioned and they can be small things and they can build with time, if you see those, then the odds are good that your ex does have that romantic love for you still. And it may take a while for them to act on it. It may take a while for them to show the full amount of it. But if it's there, then you know your odds are good, especially if you follow the no contact rule, you stay away and you make sure it's slow when they come towards you. Those are things that can really increase your odds. And if there's any traction with them having those feelings of romantic love, you're in a great place. Thank you for subscribing. Get more information on my emergency breakup kit and the support community with the links in the description below. In the end screen here, there's a video that I think is important that you watch next after this video because it helps you to know what to do if your ex does show some signs they're feeling romantic love and kind of how to expect emotions from both you and your ex, but it's important overall if you want your ex back. So watch the video that's here in the end screen. This has been Coach Lee, and as always, thank you for watching.